Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech of Black Hollywood Live. Today, Obama tried to warn Zuck. Amazon has a very quiet rollout, and Star Trek Discovery soars for CBS. Let's go. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live's Geek Nerd Tech. I've been chasing the check and I never get it. Been around and seen it, never had it. Mama, daddy, whole family, broke family. I'ma get it. Told him I fucking handle it. Murdered the game. Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech, the show where we break down tech news and nerd culture from a black and brown geek perspective. I'm Joe Braswell. I'm joined as always by Keely Shine. What's happening? I'm in the building, baby. How you doing? I'm chilling, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. good I'm listening man. to this uh, this new JID. 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 Uh, new new single. The album just dropped earlier this year, but this is a newer single. I know where it's from. Called Asa Luego, but uh, it's kind of fire. It's from Atlanta. Like I said, the first time I heard it, um, I thought it was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and I also, also was watching Insecure, and he pop, he popped up on Insecure on Insecure uh, one episode, and I was like, oh, that's that girl. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, so sorry, GID, you're not a girl, but you you, you are. You got, you got some uh, your voice is kind of high. <laughs> anyway, that's what's up, that's what's um, up man. Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech. Uh, we you're are here, back. Um, lots to discuss today. Um, Let's get into it, baby. Want to talk about? <laughs> Uh, this is some some pop culture stuff, some music stuff, uh, and uh, I do want to talk about my favorite person in the whole world. I sent you this. I sent you this story early. Yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> uh, your boy Zuck. Zuck your Zuck. boy Zuckerberg. Like uh, it turns out that uh, you know President Obama tried to give uh, Zuckerberg a wake up call after he, you know, was was so uh, blatantly. Dismissive over yeah. the over the idea that Russians could be responsible, that Facebook could be help that be influential in the election, uh, dismissing these claims as crazy, right? Crazy the idea of fake news and his company's social network playing a key role in the election. It's just crazy. <laughs> and then Obama said, uh, "Yo, it's kind of true." And so Zuck was like, "Man, it's crazy." So time passed, time passed, time passed. History has proven this out differently. He is now in. After not after saying it was crazy, after like kind of brushing off Obama, after like refusing to cooperate with the intelligence, uh, the Senate Intelligence Committee, he's now turned over all the all the info over to Mueller and his team, um, only to find out that some of this stuff was paid for in rubles, uh, among other things. And so the question for you, two questions: number one uh, is was is was uh, <clears throat> complicit. In this whole thing, and did he? And, and, and you know, like they said in the old uh, in the old uh, Nixon days, Watergate days, how much did he know, and when did he know it? <laughs> Is there a cover up, Achilles Shine? I don't think it's a cover up to to the degree that you're framing it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think he was complicit. I don't think uh, Mark Zuckerberg is a spy. He was like um, rubles. Money's money, son. Amount, Bring it in. The amount of money was minimal. I mean, you got to think they're making billions of dollars a quarter. Right. <laughs> like sure. they spent like a hundred thousand dollars. That's true. But however, the fact that Obama did kind of like pull him aside, whisper in his ear, like, "Hey, bro, like you got some stuff that's happening. You might want to take a look." And he didn't, you know, like you said, give it any mind. Like I think that is crucial. I mean, especially now, it's kind of blowing up in his face. And I mean, in a way, it is depreciating his brand in mm-hmm. terms of how the public see it. Um, so I think that I mean it all comes back full circle, and it makes it makes Obama look even doper. It's like yo, I tried to tell you motherfuckers, but hey, you know. Um, I got so I'm, I'm mixed feelings about the Obama thing because I mean you know Hillary's promoting her book now, so she's done a, a one-on-one interview with just about everybody you know in, under the sun, uh, and it's been good. But one of the things that keeps coming up is just you know 
again, how much did Obama know? When did he know it? And 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 his his choice to not go public with this, um, you know. Also, Mitch McConnell threatened to say that they would they would make this a partisan issue if he did go. You know, so you really can blame Mitch McConnell. Thanks, Mitch McConnell, who also knew about this shit. But um, uh, I feel like Obama was a little bit complicit. But he but he admittedly thought Hillary was going to win. If Hillary was already going to win, then what good does it do to muddy the waters? All this mess we can deal with it after the fact after she wins. But you know, it was, it was a big gamble. The question I have for you on this, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but the question I have for you is, you know, Zuck's dismissal of the idea and then further dismissal of President Obama uh, information, high-level information, does this speak to the hubris of Zuckerberg and, and just, or, or maybe just the, 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 the C, these uh, Silicon Valley CEOs in general? And they're all, they all have this sort of God complex. The fact that the president mm-hmm. of the United States will roll up when you be like, yeah, your company's like, don't tell me about my company. Of course. I'm the Zuck. Of course. I mean, this new money, baby, in the last 10, 15 years, they, you know, they, they built you know, a massive amount of wealth. And so it's like they have a chip on their shoulder. Like, you old politicians in right. D.C., what are you talking about? Like, hey, we're over here doing our thing. Leave us alone. Of course there's a, bit, a degree of that. Like, and I think that, you know, the more that, the more that we see, you know, the I guess the synergy of, of how politics, culture, um, technology merges. Like these things, these things will be more happenstance. I feel, and I think the precaution, the precautions, and implementation of things to prevent these things will be, um, I guess, more more investment will be put into that. So I, I don't. I, I think that it's a wake up call to all uh, Silicon Valley and technology companies. Like we've covered for this whole year about cleaning house in terms of like. Um, diversity in ranks. We're talking yeah. about how women are treated. Yep. We're talking about all these different type of things. So it, it does kind of speak to the culture of of these tech companies. And so, hey, maybe it's a wake up call. Like, hey, you're not invincible. Yep. I, I agree with that analysis. So okay, yeah, I do too. I mean, you know, Zuck's been in the gym. He's a little swole up. He's a little chest He's been in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> He's feeling himself. Got extra. Got, got a few B's a month. Like he's like Obama. Who? Right. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, moving on. I, yeah. You know, like I mean, last point. Like like Apple, Facebook. They're worth more than the country. Yeah. Like they're worth more than the government. <laughs> exactly. Like, so they 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 are. They, they 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 well. They're not in the trillions, but still. And most they're 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 making more money in revenues for sure than than most countries. Right. You know, except for like Russia and China. And, right. You know, the big ones. Exactly. So, that says I mean, a lot. It says a lot. <laughs> like, who are you going to so, talk to? Who are you going to tell yeah. me how to run my business? Like, I, they, I, <laughs> right. I, I could, you know, run Bulgaria. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like, you know. So, yeah, I mean, they, 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 it's true. So, I, I understand. Um, <clears throat> speaking of large companies, uh, you know, R- R- London's Transport Authority announced on Friday London. that uh, they're not going to renew Uber's license in the mm. whole city. Reason being... They said the company is not, this is so British, fit and proper to operate in the city. Uh, this is on the heels of all the controversy at Uber, and it's really sort of just saying, look, that company is foul. Their, their business practices are foul. And in the city of London, in London town, we are not going to, uh, you know, we're not going to stand for it. So, uh, you know, it's a bit of a shock and a bit of a blow to, the, the, to, uh, to, to London. Uh, but boy, Sadiq Khan, you know the, uh, the the Muslim mayor of London, said, "Hell no." Hey, man. I mean, it does speak a lot. Like we just kind of like hinted at it. The last topic, just how you know a few a few mistakes, a few strategic mistakes could really bring your bring jeopardize the the awareness and the positioning that your company has. I mean, but I think it. I think this issue is is 
I think it's kind of extreme their position. I think there's like a middle ground they could take. I mean, because Uber does employ 40,000 drivers in London, like three plus million people use the service. Like it does help with transportation. Like it, pro it provides the the uh, accommodations that people are looking for to, to get them from point A to point B. So I think there, there can be some type of maybe, like I said, middle ground to get Uber up to the standards that the, the city wants versus just saying, no, you can't come into the city. Like that just seems like a very hard stance to take. Yeah. And so I'm wondering how, I mean, obviously Uber is going to push back and it's going to be all in the courts and how that's going to unfold. We'll see. But yeah, what do you think? Well, it's, it's interesting. So there's, a, there's a lot of things really happening here. Um, uh, you know, first of all, and the CEO pushed back and sort of said, "Look, there, there's there's forty thousand Uber drivers and three point five million Uber users in London that that depend on this app. So think about this: you put forty thousand people out of work. Right. You got three point five million people who are depending on this to use this on a regular basis. You know, they just cut that out. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, those people have to go other places, but you know, maybe after drivers. But uh, but this is really more about." Uh, you know the way London does crime. You know, the way London polices in general. London's a CCTV city. I mean, they they the whole city is wired. Every nook and cranny of the city. You can't do anything without being caught on CCTV. And one of the things they wanted to do is um, basically allow law enforcement officers to to monitor the Uber software to right. help them. You know, to be able to track crime because right. they're the, way, the way they the way they police is they don't have any guns or anything like that. They don't you know they're running around shooting folks in mm -hmm. London. They they just do old, good old fashioned CCTV policing, mm -hmm. and they bring the SWAT team in if if, if something's going down. Other than that, <laughs> you got Taser, you got a Billy Club, you got exactly. some you got some moves. Exactly. So um, so they they rely heavily on the CCTV and the ability to be able to, to shut stuff down. And right. and and Uber's kind of like, no, nah, we're not really we're not really going to do that because that's not how we do business. And and London said, well, you guys are already shady. You You're not do doing that. no business. No business. Yeah. So I, I get that. So we'll see. I mean, look, it looks like, you know, it feels like it was a bit of brinksmanship and Uber lost. You know, I mean, you know, London did not blink. So we'll see if, if, I mean, if, if they I, come around. I, I get the sensitivity. I mean, we're living in hyper-terrorist you know, times yeah. where, you know, stuff is popping off every other week. And so, I mean, I get it in the sense that, hey, a company this big where you need some, you need some stronger oversight. And so yeah. to be able to have, you know, law enforcement, you know, integration into, into the platform, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. And I think that there's going to be some bending on both. I bet you it's going to, it's not, it's not the end of the story. Like, it's just not a hard no. I no, don't believe it could be that It's not, not a hard no. But then the other sub sub story here is that like the, the, uh, the black cabs, which is the, which is London's kind of yellow cab, the black cab, mm -hmm. they, they've been vocal about Uber as, as all the tab companies have been around the world mm -hmm. from day one. And they've been really seriously like fighting Uber and rumor has it that they have a huge hand in this. And of course they do. Uh, a lot of Uber users are saying, like, they don't want the black cab. Some one, one guy's quote is, like, the black cab's running this city like a cartel. They can't do that. So it's definitely, there's two sides to every story. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out. But for right now, Uber's gone. Gone. <laughs> no, they still popping. Like, well, on their way out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. It's Facebook, Google, and Twitter. Um, they, uh, there's, there's a bill... There's a bill proposing. Uh, this, this, I'm sorry. There's a proposed bill targeting shadow, shadowy political ads, basically on the heels of what happened with the election. Uh, Congress is, put, is trying to put a bill forward that basically specifically speaks to, fa to Facebook, Google, uh, and Twitter. Yep. And uh, there, there seems to be some pushback, but not a lot of pushback. But it seems like a good idea to me. I don't know. I think it's a great idea. I mean, during the the, the, the camp political campaign, typically when you see an ad on television, you see who is sponsored by you. You have you have oversight, right? So. Right. 
why not have that with these the, these platforms, with these social media platforms? I think that's great. I mean, that protects us as um, consumers and users to know exactly who's sponsoring th- this messaging. And also it gives transparency from the platforms. Like, hey, we're, we're letting you guys see behind the curtain. Like, this is who paid for it. This is what's going on. Right. And I think that will help minimize a lot of this corruption that we're seeing and especially around the topic of, of this hacked election with the Russians. So I like the fact that, you know, the FCC and other, other government agencies are, are kind of like pushing this forward. I think this is a great idea, to be honest. Yeah, I, Better I transparency. You know? I agree. It speaks to like, you know, the, the, since our, our administration top down is not doing anything to sort of say we're launching an investigation into what happened because it sort of seems to be in their advantage. I'm glad that lawmakers and others are trying to push something forward to make sure somebody has to make sure this doesn't happen exactly. again. Exactly. We have another election coming up in like less than 18 months. That's right. And, 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 uh, and a large one coming up in another two years. So we'll see. Hopefully this helps out. Yeah. Um, this is a story that came out. FCC, speaking of FCC, is, uh, is really, it's kind of a quiet thing to happen, but it's gonna, it may have some large implications. They're saying that um, that c- telecommunications company like T-Mobile and others are actually competitive um, and they're actually market competitive, which which sort of opens a door and stops some of these like larger mergers from being happened, which helps maybe curb the idea of, of net neutrality because you have companies like AT and T who 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 are a giant telecom company, but also have a giant broadband company. Exactly. And I mean that's a, that's a crazy kind of like you can't say Put I have hands all the phones, both pots, I yeah. have all the cable, exactly. and I have all the internet, and we're just one I company. Have like that's not so. So uh, what the, what the FCC is saying is like you these things are like competing now because on your phone it's just the same as having it internet the internet's the internet. Yeah. So if you can have all that stuff, that positions you to be a monopoly, which isn't good. Right. So that this could be good. So I don't know. What do I you mean, mean, I agree. I think it could be good, and I mean, we, we've discussed I mean, relentlessly on this on this show about net neutrality and fairness with you know our access to the to the internet and speeds and all that stuff. So yeah, as these companies consume. And, and get larger and larger, and I mean, the fact that we want this type of competition to be able to prevent them from being a monopoly and dictating, you know, what we can and can't do. Right. So I like the fact that we have this opposing force, this friction between companies, this 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 good race. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's a great thing. Yeah. So I agree. I agree. Uh, it, it it can only be a good thing, but like it's just again these. I'm really afraid of the only thing I'm afraid more of that. I just don't like these these giant conglomerations, these giant mergers, because what happens is there's always someone bigger who's going to buy you. So That's right. when all of these companies start merging and merging and merging and merging, it just paves the way for, for Bezos to be like, I'll, I'll um, buy. buy it all. Yeah, yeah, I'll buy AT&T, the, the, you know, the gas company, AT&T, they're all one company, whatever. Like exactly. It's, <laughs> it's going to be car dealership, it's all one company. So uh, I, I, it, it helps. It's good <laughs> that they're able to, to distinguish that these things are different or, or competitive so, that it, so no one can come and just gobble them all up. Exactly. Because at some point, the way things are going, I've been saying this for a long time, it's just going to be in like in like five, not even ten, maybe five years from now, it'll just be Google, Apple, and Facebook, like who own everything. Right. <laughs> they'll own everything. Seriously. And it'll just be like okay, so it'll be like the old the three networks, like ABC, CBS, and they'll own the the power company and the the, the shipping companies. No, and I the, believe it. The mailboxes yeah. and the internet. And I believe it. Your 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 content. It'll all we, be down I, to three things. I would say yeah, probably three or four things. I, w- I would include Jay Z in there too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the Apple, Google, Amazon, I mean Jay Z, and Jay Z. That makes sense. 
<laughs> well, I, you know, I don't want to bet against Jay Z because I, I hear he doesn't lose. Uh, the <laughs> dumb, dumb joke. Uh, uh, in the in the in the hurricane recovery efforts, which are which are immense. I mean, we still we're still not um, nearly done with with the damage that happened uh, from Harvey, and we're really really dealing with the damage done in Puerto Rico, which is just Man, it's crazy. like it's a full blown humanitarian crisis. Absolutely, you know, we have over a million people without power, still running water, you know, without running water, food it's, it's access, food yeah. access, and food on top of the facts, like. A third or more of these people have lost everything, yeah. lost their homes. Exactly. So not like they're in the house with no with no power, no food. They're like complete they don't got a house, complete decimation. Man. So that that that's I guess unimaginable. I can imagine the, being in an area that is I don't know how many square miles. Yeah, an island. Like an you're locked island in. You can't escape it. That's just without power. Exactly. The whole island for over a week. Yeah, that's, that's, that's huge. That's on some. Uh, I mean, who know? I mean, I mean, just think about what was going on in 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 damn Superdome in Louisiana. Right. After like a week. Right. Like, what's going on when the whole island's out? Right. We just have there's so much things that are unreported that I don't that we'll hear about over the years. That's like just really scary. Yeah, one hundred percent. But not just that. Like, not just Puerto Rico. There's other islands that I mean, obviously Puerto Rico and the United States, but there's other islands that are not giving any coverage that right. have the same infrastructure problem. Yeah. That to me is concerning. We don't even know what's happening with those folks. I mean, who knows? But yeah, anyway, but uh, some folks are, are, are using uh, some technology solutions, like people are bringing using bringing in drones to help with hurricane relief. We've talked for for months and months and months about Amazon delivering stuff via drones. And yep. Other folks <clears> using <throat> drones to deliver well. Uh, drones are helping hurricane relief e- efforts. You know, bringing in supplies right. and, and and bringing in critical tools for rescue teams. I think yep. this is fantastic. Awesome. I don't know. You know, if this is just sort of a feel-good story or how actually, you know, how many drones are actually really actively doing stuff and helping. No, I think it's a it's an incredible story okay. because, I mean, we had, we've had such a large discussion about whether or not how drones will be regulated right. and, and, like, how we can't have drones in our sky and, like, this is not a good thing for us. But this is a perfect example of how we can utilize this technology for a number of things. Yeah, search and rescue, yep. like mapping to see what terrains are looking like, yep. see what power lines are down. Like you said, dropping off supplies and materials. Like the usage that you can be able to, to, to siphon off the drone technology is, is, is large. And so the fact that these drones are being able to do what they're able to do, do stuff in a more rapid pace than maybe a person in a helicopter can do or in a, in a truck can do. Like, that's great because it's helping to provide a quicker solution to some of the problematic things that happen because of the hurricane. Right. I love it. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I mean, I think, I think it's great. And you brought, brought up great points about the mapping and other things. Like, in my head, in my dumb head, it's like they're just dropping off. Bandages and food, but actually, it's a way more. We're way more high. We're way past that high enough from a high tech standpoint with what drones can do and capture and, you sure. know, and record. So that's, that's good stuff. Um, I don't know how I feel about this, but I've been people have been wondering about this for a while. Like, why hasn't this happened sooner? But it looks like Twitter's talking about expanding. Two eighty, baby. Expanding their cover. Expanding their characters from one forty to two eighty. Uh, I mean, you know, thanks Twitter. I mean, I. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say of this. I mean, it's fine. Twitter, although I use it and I like it, I read it, and obviously our president uses it, and things happen, and you know, it's Twitter. But what do you think? What do you think of this? Is hey, this a good I mean, thing, bad thing? It's Twitter. I mean, I, I still think Twitter is just antiquated and still on its way out. But I don't know. What do you think? I don't think it's antiquated. I definitely don't think it's on its way out. Everybody uses Twitter. Yep. Whether or not it's a revenue driver, that's really yet to be proven. That's, like the other guys, right? 
But people love Twitter. And so the fact that they're making the argument, they're saying, hey, based on our analytics, we can tell that, you know, other languages like Japanese, when they they use 140 characters, they are able to express way more because in that one character, they're able to say way more. So why not expand it to 280 and the usage on our platform will increase? So, hey, because you might feel limited with the 140 and that might prevent you from tweeting. Now I'll bump you to 280. Now you might do it more. So that helps to bring more attraction to our platform. That can help bring more revenue to our platform. Definitely so I will love help it. with Twitter rants. So I love it. Because, yeah, we're good. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, I, you know, that with the Twitter rants we see, the tweet storms, I mean, Rob Kardashian would have been able to got, you know, get all of his. He would have been able <laughs> in, in like at least four tweets instead of eight or ten, whatever he did. And, um, and yeah, this is obviously for Donald, too. This could be good. Um, so we'll see. Um. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see how this whole thing goes. But I think I think it's good. I just don't know where you where it ends from there. I don't know the advantage of keeping it one forty. I don't. But I, they know. Yeah. Based on based on their the analytics, based right. on their their traction of how people use the the platform. I love the fact that they supersized it. I mean, why not? Like we we we're super accustomed to how. Twitter works, so it's like, right. okay, cool. Like, you're giving me more power. You're giving me more resources to be able to express what I want to express. Right. I think that's a win for everybody. I do, I do too. No one's going to be like, damn, I want it to be one, I want it to be 70 characters. <laughs> like, or whatever. That's true. That's Expansion, true. baby. Um, this is a story about Oculus Rift. Uh, like, Facebook, uh, Facebook said they're going to give you refunds for any apps you don't like. Uh, so, oh, in other wow. words, you get, Thank the, you. You get the, you get the, you get the, uh, if you pay that giant price tag, of four ninety nine, what is it? Three ninety nine? Ridiculous. What they're saying is, hey, check it out. If you don't like it, you can return apps for free, which makes what seems to make sense. I don't know. Do you think this is this gonna make you run out and grab one? Absolutely not. I mean, I mean they have to do something. Um, because I feel like, man, like VR should have been way more explosive than what maybe I feel it is. Yeah. I don't know the actual numbers in terms of like what it's generating. Like I know what it's generating, like for for like on more of the, the the commercial side, business side. But in terms of like the individual user, I have the Oculus at the house. Joe, come through. Like I don't know anybody that has it. No, do I. Exactly. The PlayStation so, joint. Yes, the Oculus is not anyone's not not in a consumer. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like they have to be competitive with the PlayStation and and, and HTC and those and then even like the Google Cardboard. Like so, I feel like them incentivizing it this way. It's like whatever, but, but Facebook hasn't really rolled out. Well, maybe we'll see it for Christmas, but we have I haven't not seen a media rollout. They have not spent any ad dollars. I don't know if Facebook ever. Facebook doesn't do any ad buys in general because they're Facebook. But I mean, how is the average person supposed to know? I don't see any commercials for Oculus Rift. I don't see any. Like, do you see any commercials for any VR headset though? Yeah, the PlayStation. Do you see it a lot. A lot, okay. but it's out there. I I I, I know that exists. I mean, PlayStation is advertising it. As part of what they is as part of the PlayStation Four and what they, what's co- what's possible and capable, uh, it's in Wait, all their ad campaigns. You've seen so you've seen a commercial or you've seen print. Uh, so I've never seen a commercial about VR. I feel like, like that's just VR. I've no, I've, I've no, I haven't seen a commercial about VR, but I've seen the a PlayStation commercial talking about all the things they can do and showing someone with the helmet, okay, okay, and then showing the whole setup with the with, with the with the with the, with the thing there, right now. It's difficult to, I guess it's probably difficult to be able to say what happens in a commercial. You can't show on the screen what you're seeing because it's like, 
you know, and it's hard. It's, uh, that's a weird thing with that. Yeah, how do you visualize that? I mean, you're a visual storyteller. How do you visualize yeah, that? How do, you, how do you sell it? Because you see, you see someone with a mask like floating around, like that's supposed to make me go do it. No, I mean they and can you, just show, they can just give you a screenshot of what you of would what's see. in game. Exactly. But how do you? But you're just watching a flat screen. Like how does that? It's not immersive. You're right. Yeah. So I'm looking at a flat screen like that. That just looks like some two dimensional figures, right? Like block figures. It doesn't right. it doesn't give you the experience. Showing a guy in a in a in a, in a, in a goggle like doing this. It looks stupid. Gonna, yeah. yeah. So that's. It's interesting. Maybe that's why we haven't seen it. That's I, a good point. Yeah. <laughs> how do you Maybe not, they haven't figured out a way to sell it. Yeah. So. How, how do you do that? Right. Like, I, see, I see the still with the virtual reality headset, but it's right. not really interesting. Uh, Amazon is now relisting Apple TV after refusing to sell it for the last two years. Let's go, Amazon. Uh, I think that's great. This, Come on, this Jeff. is clearly a some sort of quid pro quo deal from Apple and Amazon because Apple is finally after years of not listing beat them up Jeff Prime well Prime was never on Apple TV you can get, get now you can get Prime on Apple TV that's right so now in return so it looks like Amazon's going to sell the Apple TV on Amazon get all the money get all the money Jeff <laughs> get Who, all the money <laughs> I just want to ask you who's the bigger winner on this one Jeff Jeff, because Jeff. He's, he's making cash money. He got the fire stick, baby. It's killing it. <laughs> he's got he's got he's got Prime on the on the Apple TV now, and All he's right. making some money by being in his stores. Let's eat, baby. It's true. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if the fire stick is killing it, but hey, hey, it, it's, hey. it's selling. Maybe it's killing. It. I don't know. But you're right. You're right. Because I mean, I, I mean, Apple really need to have Prime. I'm, I'm very happy that Prime is on Apple TV now. That makes me very happy. Now um, you don't have to have four freaking devices. Yeah. I got my Fire Stick from a Prime. I got yeah. my Apple TV for this. Xbox. I got the Sling TV. Yeah. Like, come on, man. It's All ridiculous. Apple TV. I, I, think, I think now everything I need is on Apple TV, which is which is very, um, that, that that makes me feel very good. For sure. Um, which, makes, which makes my Xbox feel useless. Oh, it's definitely useless. It's archaic in, t- in terms of as of... You know, as a, as a, as a streaming anything device? other than just a play a, video game, yeah, video game player, and not an attempt to mention, I didn't check this out, but it looks like the new. I never even peeped out the new Xbox One. I don't see a Connect on that joint. Did they just abandoned the whole Connect te- technology. I don't think they're developing it further. It's like why? I know. Is, it's it, like, is, is, that, is that technology antiquated? I pulled out my old Xbox One to play it, and I, I, I pulled out the old Connect. I was like, well, what am I supposed to do with this thing? Like, I sit it up here, and then like, man. I mean, what, what, what do I even use it for? Exactly. I mean, it recognizes me, and I can wave to it and stuff. But like, there's no gameplay. The gameplays are the games are failing, and, and you can look at Connect technology versus VR technology. Nowhere compare comparable. No one's gonna want to be, you know. So I, it's a, I'll tell you, Connect this, is dead. It's quietly, very quietly. Not really. I, I mean, shit. It came out what almost five, six years ago. Yeah. So you say it had it, it ran it's its half course. a decade. Yeah. But I will say, like. Fire Stick 4K came out maybe what a year or two ago. Yeah. Well, now okay, Apple TV 4K just barely coming out. Okay, and you can't really buy it from Apple stores. You can only get it from you know Amazon right now. Right. Like, what does that What does that say to you about Apple? Like, is, is that a strategy for them, or is that just is there a demand for the product? Do you think it's a hot hot product that people want? Like, yeah. why can't I get it at the Apple store? Why can't I only get it out of Amazon? That's a that's a good that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I'll leave that as I'll leave that as rhetorical, rhetorical question that I don't want to ask answer. But yeah, 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 you know, I don't know, man. Hey, man. Well, well speaking of which, go Jeff. Uh, Amazon held a surprise hardware event today, um, and uh, you know, it was, we were wondering what it was, and then it, it, the news is out. 
the surprise event happened while we're, while while we were on air before just before we came to air. Um, they got a new Echo. It's smaller, cost ninety nine dollars. They got the Echo Plus for one forty nine. They got the Echo Alarm Clock <coughs> Joint, which is like a little like alarm clock goes right by the side. It it looks fresh. You can speak to it. It's got the it. I actually like this. I actually like the the look and feel of this. The the Echo Alarm Clock is looking kind of fresh. Um, you know, and then they also got the the the, the smaller, even smaller, uh, Fire TV for seventy nine dollars, and it's four K and HDR support. Whereas Apple got bigger for their for their for their H, for their four K joint and charging more money. Right, like I told you, man. Team, Fire got team smaller and Jeff, charged less money. Team Jeff, bro. What's that about? Team Jeff, bro. Man, that, come on, Apple. <laughs> and, and, and I like I like the approach. There's something cool about. The sort of the anti keynote, the idea that Apple has the ball, the big, the big, messy, loud rollout, and Apple just kind of slides fake. it it's in. Plastic man, we're over that. Yeah, it's like, not glamorous anymore. Like, we don't care about that. What four K thing? Yeah, here's one for seventy nine dollars. What else? Yeah, like four K, big deal. Apple, right? We've been doing this for two years. Yeah. Apple. So it sounds like sounds like someone I know, like my co host over here. Like, Thank was, you. Was over there at Amazon, being the director of uh, Team Jeff. <laughs> Bro, hey, man. Team I'm Jeff. Not, I'm not mad at Jeff at all. <laughs> Speaking of Jeff, um, uh, Star Trek Discovery. Not speaking of Jeff, but Jeff is a Star Trek fan. Uh, Star Trek Discovery is 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 premiered, and uh, it it did about almost 10 million viewers on CBS, and then the part two aired on All, all Access. No one really knows the numbers on All Access, and no whatever will know the numbers on All Access. But uh, it did pretty well. It did pretty good. You know, I mean, it didn't do you know. Gangbusters, this is us, twelve million numbers, but not enough. Ten million is respectable. Yes, definitely. And uh, it's actually that's actually good. And also, uh, <clears throat> and Young Sheldon premiered to like fourteen or sixteen, sixteen million, no, seventeen million. Young Sheldon, seventeen million. So CBS is just killing the game. Um, anyway, uh, this story is not about that. The story is about how CBS is uh, wondering how CBS can change the game here in the streaming world. Because Stop it. We should stop for 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 one note. We should stop saying change the game. CBS <laughs> retire retire that. <laughs> whoever whoever wrote that can CBS change the streaming game? <laughs> Star Trek Discovery. The appropriation of that. We were saying that line like 10, 15 years ago. Yes. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's change true. the game. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. Anyway, anyway, I'm that nonstop anyway, appropriation. Anyway, yeah. Whatever, whatever. Say being said now. Can CBS change the game? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's been happening since. I don't Anywho, know I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so true. Uh, but the question is that you know most of the streaming services, uh, namely. Uh, Amazon uh-huh. and uh, and Netflix, Netflix thank mm-hmm. you, uh, are known for just dropping all the episodes at once. They yep. drop them, they drop them, drop them. And now, with uh, especially with the how prolific Netflix is, yeah. there seems to be an oversaturation of content because they're just dropping seasons on seasons on seasons. Yep. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'm not for the seasons on seasons on seasons. <laughs> so I, uh, I never thought I'd be saying that. But so, and, uh, but like oh Hulu did a little strategy. They they dropped you know a couple at a time. A couple at a time. People say it may help with with the, the the water cooler buzz of Handmaid's Tale, which which won the first streaming Emmy. Exactly. CBS is like we're just going traditional. We're dropping one a week. Cool. One a week. And what I tell them is good luck, guys. <laughs> good luck. What do you do? What do you think? Well, I mean, it's not a CTG here. Let's it's look not at a change of game. <laughs> yeah, you got to retire that. 
right away. <laughs> right away. I mean, let's look at the numbers, man. So they have CBS more like CTG. Stop it! I can't. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna walk, bro. I'm gonna walk. <laughs> Let's look at the numbers. Uh, so CBS has 2 million subscribers. They're looking to have 4 million by 2020. So in three years, they double it. Okay, it's six bucks, right? Yep. And so what the offering I get not, is... Nine like, for a commercial free. Okay. I get <laughs> I get the legacy content. I get some original programming that I can't get anywhere else now. Hmm. Let's do the math. So if I already have Netflix, if I already have Hulu, if I already have Amazon, I've already spent about, what, how much? Right. Cool $30 already? So am I going to really add on... A, Six bucks just to watch Star Trek or whatever three other shows that they have? Hell no! As a as a as an older millennial, no, not yet. No, not yet. But uh, yeah, but I will say, I'm not mad at CBS for this play because the more I think about, it, the more research I do. It isn't just this this, this over the top. This OTT, uh, even with their two million subscribers. Uh huh. I mean, it left, uh, like I said, fifty million less than Netflix. Yeah, but uh, they're, they're, they're trying to catch up. But it's CBS. This is this is all. It's an all cash business for them. First of all, all these suckers mm-hmm. who subscribe to All Access, like me, paying that six dollars a month and still watching commercials. It's, it's a sucker move for for CBS. It's just cash. It, they're still selling you commercials. They're still selling all those ad rates, and they're getting extra. You pay for junk. And they still live on the most profitable giant network in television history at CBS. They're laughing. This is just this is just more. It's a cash extraction. Hey, but if, it's not if it sustainable. Grows, it's all gravy. It's not sustainable with this current business model. Right. The fact that they're still doing a traditional way of, of delivering the content to you, then you have to pay an additional six bucks for what? You're not going to give me violence, sex, and cursing. Like for what? Like why am I paying well, that? They, okay, you might slip it in, but they, it's not going to be heavy. Yeah. Like come on, man. I'd rather That's stick true. with HBO. I'd rather right. stick with the other ones that I'm already paying for. Look, it, it, as 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 we've said, as well, not we've said, but everyone said for years and years and years, content is king. So really, if if CBS just puts out. You know, spin-off versions of their existing shows, like The Good Wife and even Star Trek. And they, if they sort of take their existing properties and develop these ancillary things, like maybe not, but maybe this is good, could be an opportunity for them to do something, some real, you know, some hey, real man. out well, there shit. What was the percentage? There would be four percent of, of of viewership. The CBS All Access. Yeah. Once it gets to four million, it'll only be four percent. Who cares? Yeah. Okay, yeah, they'll make three hundred million plus. But like in the grand scheme of of the titans that are really killing the streaming game, they're nowhere near it. They won't be anywhere near. It. They're too. They're too late. That's how I see it. Uh, I'm really. Yeah, I'm actually. Uh, I'm just really interested to see. I don't know how that math works because, like, so by those numbers you're talking about, the two million subscribers, uh, twelve know, times twelve. Yeah, that's about one hundred fifty million a year. And, and it's Discovery alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're operating a deficit. Like, okay. even though they're still making cash off everyone, it's operating a deficit. Just just producing Discovery and and the Good Fight. Now, <clears> those <throat> are expensive shows. Uh-huh. So they're operating a deficit. So they're, they're they're in a hole already. But I don't know. They, they have a plan. They're, I mean, but I will say they have you money. Know, they have money. To, they have money to burn. I will say Star Trek um, was great. Yep. We've already talked about this offline, yep. and I think for those who haven't seen it. Um, I think you should see it, but I don't know if I don't know if that's gonna make me want to subscribe. Right. I don't think I'll be like Joe. We gotta sign up, bro. Yeah, I, <laughs> no, I, I, I can't agree. do it. 
Uh, no, unfortunately, one of us already subscribed, so hey. I'll slide you that password. Hey, please. You can get them episodes of the Jeffersons. <laughs> <laughs> Maud, all the family. Can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> murder she wrote. <laughs> right. Murder she wrote in your life. I got you. Uh, cannot, cannot wait. <laughs> uh, Call of Duty is about to drop the beta drop. The real game, I think, is coming out in November. Uh, I don't know what's going on with this Call of Duty, but it looks amazing it always does it looks even better than it's ever looked i've ever seen it look it looks ridiculous um i don't know i mean i they're going full circle called we started with the world with world war ii joints and then they 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 went all the way to the future to where it's like ridiculous now this last call was kind of kind of goofy in space and stuff but they just circled all the way back to to bring bring it back to world war (laughs) ii i wonder this is just they'll just keep cycling us around as as technology gets bigger until we're running around in VR headsets but um, you know, I wonder if they'll go back to, you know, keep doing this again, like in World War II, then Pacific, then Vietnam, then I want to do the same thing over and over again, but we'll see. Um, but it looks amazing, and that's all I can say. Yeah. Um, mean, cla- classic, classic franchise, man. Yep. Uh, last but not least, Xbox is, uh, is coming out with a, a Paul Walker uh, Xbox skin. So take that, PlayStation! Take that, VR! Uh, I mean, this is cool, but they got, you know, I mean, they got to do a little more. I'm not mad at it, but I, I wonder if it'll sell. I mean, I, I think people that are super fans would definitely want to want to grab it for right. sure. Right. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, you got to think like the the nin- Nintendo situation. The the two offerings that they dropped, they're sold out like instantly. So of course, someone's going to grab that. Right. Uh, they surprised <laughs> Vin Diesel and Tyrese, Tyrese and him with a re- Xbox gift. All right, good for them. Uh, that's all I got. Um, Ooh, man, any, cool. any, any, anything else? Anything else? Nah, man. Nah, man. We living over here, baby. But nah, it's it's good, man. Okay, it's good, man. I got I got absolutely nothing else. Um, all right. Well, I guess um, I don't know. Where can the people find you? That's all I got. They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Akili Shine, A K I L I S H I N E. Where can the folks find you? You can find me at. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Joe K. Braswell. Twitter and Instagram at Joe K. Braswell. We'll see you next week for more Geek Nerd Tech. Thanks. Bye. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook. Tweet us or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.